Welcome back to another episode of Stained Crown with your hosts, Elvis Ramos and Joey Chavez. For the video format, you can also watch on youtube.com forward slash I am Elvis Tattoo. Enjoy. Don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe. Crownthecity.com. Hi, what's up, guys? Welcome back. Joey's over there tattooing. Say hi, Joey. What's up? Here, I am participating. Uh, we have Anthony sitting in for Jordan. Jordan's on baby duty. I hear a phone vibrating. Oh, that's me. That's God damn it, Joey. Name's Allie. She's oh, nice. Like house building stuff. I was supposed to tattoo her on the 12th, but I'm not. I got to reschedule her because it's a anniversary of my dad passing Friday. This Friday? Peace. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I, I totally scheduled somebody. Jackass. So I got to cancel her. Yeah. You are a jackass. I can be. I can be. Okay. All right, so um, so for today's uh, podcast, we're going to be talking about, uh, what should we start off with? What's going on? What's going on in the world right now? Besides Speedy Gonzalez trying to get canceled. That's some bullshit. I mean. Did you guys hear about that? I, I, I used to be called Speedy Gonzalez, so I take offense to that right away. My nickname. I mean, it's, yeah, you guys are similar height for sure. Right, yeah. close. And, close. And, and you got taller. and you got the hat in the back. The key right above your head there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the hat. If I put that shit on, I can't. <laughs> but uh, yeah, didn't they just? Uh, how are they? How is that working though? Are they just gonna remove all of the content around that character off of internet? They can't do that. Like, no, because what? I mean, you have tall as like anything, like years. Right? Yeah, it's not like they they kept making it. And then Pe- Pepe Le Pew, people were talking shit about Pepe Le Pew. Nobody's trying to cancel that guy. What's... Oh, they did. Well, they did? Yeah. Well, he was a little bit of a horned dog. But I used to like yeah. him, but I'm not over here fucking, like, grabbing women without my per- without their permission. <laughs> well, see, I had a phase where you I went know? through that phase because of Pepe Le Pew, so... <laughs> did you really? Um, yes, thank God that I'm over that. Two <laughs> Looney Tunes. You're fucking low-key rapist. <laughs> no, I just smell them. You just smelled them? Yeah. Yeah, that's a little weird. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna cut that part out because you're not helping this argument. <laughs> I never knew that about him. <laughs> <laughs> it's odd. Hey. It's actually how me and Jordan met, believe it. Yeah? <laughs> I can believe that. <laughs> you got lost in his uh in his blue eyes and you're like, oh man. Come here, baby. <laughs> There's some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, I wish he was here right now. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, well, that whole cancel culture shit is just getting out of hand. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, especially you talk about like that, like, for instance, the Redskins. Look. That was designed by a Native American. Was it? Yeah, that was designed by a Native American or Native American and to, to cancel it. Really, it's kind of offensive to them because if you go to any reservation, all those motherfuckers have redskin hats, redskins hats, Braves hats, Indian, Cleveland Indian, rock them. Who, who decides like, hey, today we're gonna cancel fucking this shit? Like, I, I have a feeling that it's not even the people that it, it it's about that are getting offended. Not at all. It's someone that's like, oh, I have I have a fucking Native American friend. This yeah. offends me. You're not even Native American. Like, you're getting offended on the behalf of people. I blame witches. Witches? Yeah, I think, I think witches are truly ruling shit behind the scenes. 
last name's Pagan. But I just feel like, you know, something crazy is going on behind the scenes, trying to make everybody feel bad for being who they are. It's that whole New World Order stuff where they want us all to be one. But they don't want you to be, see you as this or that or the other. They want us to be as one, which is kind of cool, kind of lame as well. I mean, but the, the, that's kind of the message that's being pushed, though, is the be you. I mean, don't be, a, don't be a fucking rapist or a killer. But besides that, be you, you know? So it's just confusing. It's all fucking, it's like a selective, you know? Selective canceling. Started. Well, the, the thing is, like, I mean, like, when it comes to minority stuff like that, the whole idea of giving them that is like they don't have much anyway as far as like in culture in pop culture and stuff like that when you cancel it i think it more it doesn't really help their cause i think it more hurts their cause than it you're just taking it away you know? well not just that uh it actually makes me want to go search up some some like speedy gonzalez pepe le pew cartoons and and, and download them <laughs> save them you know so you got it. I feel like it's it's gonna if anything it's just gonna make that cartoon trend again, you know? Like when somebody uses a, a song in their video, like your YouTuber friend's uh was named Steve, Steve using Steve. uh Miley Cyrus's song and making it blow up again. I'm sure that wasn't his intention, but it fucking made it go back up up the charts, you know? Yeah, that's it's true. It's a similar similar fucking uh reaction, you know? I haven't heard about Pepe Le Pew in, in years until just now good point now i'm like i'm upset about it but it's in it's in the mainstream right now i mean he wasn't smooth but he was aggressive, he was aggressive. <laughs> but he knew what he wanted you know <laughs> you know you're supposed to be in here sitting in helping us out oh you i thought said a damn I, word bro i, I didn't know i was yeah, supposed to join in this part and all of it in the entire thing. Oh, we're, we're just we're just gonna we're just gonna, we're just gonna record your laughing, and then every time we say a joke that's not funny, we're just gonna dub in some. <laughs> all of it, all of it. I introduced you in the beginning. I said you're sitting in for Jordan. Oh, so you should have been like, hey guys, how's it going? My name is Anthony. I'm Anthony. I think um, I like I like turtles. So, so introduce yourself, Anthony. Right. What, who are you, and what the fuck are you doing here? Uh, my name's Anthony, and I was at the house watching Beverly Hills 90210 until Joey called me, and uh, and now I'm here. But um, and who's Joey to you? Oh, uh, Joey's my cousin. Second Joey. cousin. Second cousin. No, he's my he is my second cousin, but you know, we just kind of relate it just as cousins. The whole second cousin thing is just when he's upset with me. But so <laughs> obviously, he's probably upset twice, with me. Twice for some removed. Reason. Twice removed. Second cousin. <laughs> 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 no, but going back to the whole cancel, cancel culture stuff, like for the last, maybe I'm just going through a midlife crisis because I'm just turned 41. So I'm looking back at a lot of nostalgic videos. Like sometimes I even watch like 1989, 1988, other people's Christmases, like home videos. I know it sounds kind of weird and stuff like that. And I probably sound like a stalker. No, that's really weird. No, not but at it's all. Not. no that's really fucking people weird. You're watching on YouTube. You so know, you're I, watching I do, other I do, people. I do like that, that look though. You know, it reminds me of like watching my, exactly. when, like one of my, my third, three-year-old birthday when I was two years old, like that, 
the style they had before, like hair products. Exactly. You know, exactly. But that's not your style. Oh, my but, God. No, but I mean, you can. But look at the when they open the presents, <laughs> sometimes they open up like like a Super Nintendo or a Nintendo or something like that. Or they had oh, Zap I got It. The new Super who, Nintendo. Who remembers Zap It? Zap It. Yeah, Is that like it, the Bop It? No, Zap It was like, it was like a water gun. But it was like an automatic water gun, almost an, looked like a little an, Uzi. Electric, electric infused. Yeah, but it had blue ink in it, so you can spray somebody up, and then they get really pissed off that oh my god, my whole shirt is blue. But it was like disappearing ink, like about. Oh, you know what? I think I do remember that. Yeah, I remember so people I getting watching. pissed, but it was disappearing ink. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. And then watching people too play get laser tag. I mean, how many of you guys remember laser tag? Original laser tag. Based on yeah. my... Oh, yes. The original laser tag. I do I do remember that. Yeah. I, mean, I played laser tag the other day. I love laser tag. But that's... The original, laser. original laser tag. The original laser tag where it was like... If you watch the commercial, they were like in this stadium. And then you hear like an alarm go off. And then everybody comes running out with like a helmet. It looks futuristic. It was like in 1988, <laughs> 1989. Yeah. Damn. I think I should have I should have prefaced like it should have been like a pre-introduction to Anthony. Anthony suffers from what's commonly referred to as Peter Pan syndrome. <laughs> so yes, he may be a 41-year-old man, but he thinks like a 12-year-old girl. Or boy. <laughs> Whatever. I don't want to classify him. <laughs> yeah, we want to use our what are they called? Pronouns? Yeah, so laser tag, huh, pal? Yeah, laser tag. And then the other thing too were pound puppies, Teddy Rupskin. <gasps> And dang, I remember pound puppies. What else was really cool back then? You had to have. Damn, do you remember those? Um, they were like wrestlers that you could like stretch them out. Stretch Armstrong. That what they were called? Oh, but no, those were the WWF ones. Yeah. But you could stretch them out. You could stretch them out all crazy. Yeah, I had a couple of those. I had the Ultimate Warrior one, and I think I had the Hulk Hogan one. And yeah, I remember the whole Kogan one. Yeah, those were cool. Ooh, the Sergeant Slaughter one. I think he had the Sergeant Slaughter one too. I remember this nice. guy had all the best toys. Dude, remember Voltron? That was so spoiled. Yeah. Anthony he had the did? full metal steel Voltron set. The fucking one that was like 300 bucks back then. Dude, those nobody were, had that. Damn. But you walk into this asshole's room and it's fully just built right there. Dude, yeah. those were awesome times. So I can't even imagine those things getting canceled. Like, those are like what made our childhood. And, uh, yeah. All it, the thing I had too was a Beverly Hills 90210 action figures. They weren't dolls; they were action figures, like the Brenda one. I even had Dylan. Well, still, well, still I mean, I mean <laughs> the whole canceling thing. I think for things like that, I don't see that happening. But I mean, in a in a very minimal sense, the reason like Pepe Le Pew was getting canceled because he was kind of like a pervert. He was kind of like. Yeah. You know, rapey. Yeah. Right? But in a cartoony way, you know? Like, it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. Speedy Gonzalez, uh, I was talking to my friend Omar, and he was saying that Speedy Gonzalez was actually created to make fun of um, Hispanic people, but then uh, Hispanics ended up liking him and thinking he was dope, so it kind of backfired. Uh, yeah, and he's he's funny. Like, I mean, I enjoyed him growing up. Yeah, I used to remember running around the house fucking trying to be Speedy Gonzalez. Yeah. Yeah, but that goes back to what I was saying, where these minorities didn't have much in pop culture. 
So True. they might have put something out there to make fun of us or whatever to make fun of people. And we but, thought it was awesome. But you embrace it because you don't have any other examples anyway. Because we're like, oh, they were, oh, that's us. Exactly. <laughs> that's for us. God exactly. damn, that's our fucking guy. That's our mascot. Exactly. Exactly. Which, which is, which I think is super cool. And the fact that they're they're trying to cancel all this stuff. And, and, I think it made people feel inclusive, even though it, tr- I, I, it sounds like it was trying to be made to make you feel excluded. But it made you feel inclusive because at least you had something that was a part of it. You know, something that was that you can relate to in pop culture. Yeah. What's up, bro? Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. But yeah, I mean, at those times, things were so much different. Like... I don't know. Cartoons were a lot more cool. Like, think about it. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles at that time, the shredder was Uncle Phil from Fresh Prince. I mean, like how much more cool actor? can that... Huh? He was a voice actor? Yeah, for he was a voice actor for the shredder. What? Yeah, Shit. not a lot of people knew that. I mean, a lot of people did, but it's just the fact is that's how cool that time was. We had Uncle Phil playing the or voice acting for the shredder at that time. That's tight. Okay, hold on, hold on, guys. Stop the stop the voices here. I just got a text message Pause. from Gary V. Pause. Gary V. Message from Gary V. Says, make sure you always break down things in the micro and macro. Don't blend the two. Just advice from Gary V. Today, guys. Just what in the fuck does that mean? Elaborate. Like, are we talking about like nutrition? I think I think what he's saying is is to to you know focus on the big picture, but but also. Focus on little things when you got to do them. You know what I mean? So break up the micro macro. Don't don't let it overwhelm you as one giant thing. Break it up as this is the big picture, and we got to do these little things to get to the big picture. Okay. Oh, it's just like how that that one speech is for make your bed, right? Did you guys ever watch that speech by that <laughs> that uh? I think he was like from Navy SEALs, that admiral that oh, made yeah, that speech right. about make your bed. It's just like, you know... You heard you... that, Elvis? I don't think so. Maybe we should look it up, because Anthony's going to slaughter this shit right now. <laughs> I will. Go ahead, try Okay, I'll let put it on. No, no, let's hear you slaughter it first. No, I don't want to slaughter it. Be... <laughs> no, 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 let's hear you fucking oh, fuck it up real quick. Oh, it's only like a two-minute speech. I'll show you. Also, there's a lot of them, dude. It was a 20-minute long speech. Oh, let me do the breakdown. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it, I've seen it. So, um, what about it? <laughs> he was comparing that to the micro-macro. Yeah, I think that does make sense. Oh, okay, start oh, about, with about the Gary V's text to you, his personal yeah. text. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you gotta get on that. You just gotta text him back. Yeah, are, you guys, are you guys hanging out later still? I've been messaging Gary V for years, and he's never got back to me yet. So one day we will. <laughs> um, I just, I'm assuming we gotta get more subs. So subscribe. <laughs> yeah, make sure you subscribe. If you're not subscribed, maybe Gary will um, be uh, I'm 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 a, get, I'm a little old. Who's Gary B? Huh? Uh, I'm a little old, guys. I don't know who Gary B is. Gary V. Gary Vaynerchuk. Oh, Gary V. You don't know who Gary V is? No, I'm. Holy crap! So I just told you I watch people's home videos for Christmas. Wow. Stuck in the '80s, man. I think we pulled in the wrong guy for this podcast. <laughs> 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 uh, you know what? Let's let's uh let's move on. That, that was twenty minutes of uh cancel culture. So let's move on to the uh topic, the tattoo topic of uh the day or of this session. Um, why don't you uh lead us into this one, Anthony? 
the first one that you that you mentioned. Yeah, we got to credit Anthony with this, and we do appreciate that. Yeah. You're welcome. So I'm thinking, has the sex appeal to tattoos? Of had, tattoos or two tattoos? Um, of male tattoos. Has the sex appeal of male tattoos, did it lose its appeal to women? What do you okay. guys think? Well, one, I don't think that we are equipped to answer that question. I was say, it's a bunch of guys in here. We're right? dudes. So yeah. I think we maybe we should take here. it to like the, we'll go to the macro and say, has, has tattoo culture lost its sex appeal with both sex? Please edit that part that I just said. Yeah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Because I just made it look like. <laughs> got it. Yeah. Got it. I got to turn this uh, bang can. Cause, okay. Uh, but since since you asked the question and since you thought about it, why don't you go ahead and start us off and telling us what you think? Well, what I'm thinking is, okay, I remember apprenticing with Joey way back when. Being in a tattoo shop was a completely different atmosphere. It was kind of like, it was kind of more of a party atmosphere when you went into the shop. There used to be like, when people would come in there, like people were like really in there to party they would bring like alcohol in there or they'd already be drunk and you know that time i was single and you know you can talk to girls and stuff like that and you know you're kind of cool at that time but now i think like things changed a lot like it seems now like at that time like if you had like just a couple tattoos on you like it seemed like i don't know you kind of stood out now it just seems that like everybody has tattoos, which is cool that there's nothing wrong with that. I think that's pretty awesome, but it just kind of takes, I don't know if it kind of takes away from what we experienced a long time ago where it was more of, you know, you kind of stand out with it compared to, I'm not saying that everybody's, you know, being, um, doesn't have individuality because i understand tattoos are individuality but at that time it had a little bit more of a oh no how can you explain it elvis it was a little bit more of a i i i, I get what you're saying but i think when you ask that question about the sex appeal you also have to think about generally speaking i think most women or a lot of women are attracted to the not the yeah, guy, but the the, the bad, bad boy. boy, bad boy, yeah, bad boy, right? And that the tattoos back in the day had a stigma of being only on bad guys. Yeah, not just like bad boys, but bad guys. So not only did it have that like uh, excitement, like oh, this guy's tattooed, he must have fucking killed a bunch of people or he's been in jail or he's been in jail you know but it's also and i'm like, gonna change him <laughs> i'm gonna change him but but it also had a uh somewhat of an intimidation attached to exactly. it. exactly you know and i think both of those uh, uh visions of it or that those impressions of it have become more accepted like exactly with a bunch of tattoos aren't as scary anymore Exactly. And I can, I remember, and this is when I was single, um, going through like, you know, dating and stuff like that. Like 
I remember, especially like when it started going to more modern times in in dating, when the whole online stuff, like having profile pictures and having tattoos on you at that time, you would get inbox messages all the time of girls like, oh, my God, I love your tattoos and stuff like that. And then and then like, how many do you have and stuff like that compared to like. Before I met my wife, before I met my wife, I went online dating again and um and uh and that's how you met your wife yes uh, that's exactly how i met my wife but it seemed like it changed just within a a couple years and it was just like before it was just like it stood out compared to the time that i met my wife which was just almost uh six years back it was it wasn't as cool i mean it was cool but it wasn't like like where it things really stood out. So I started thinking to myself, I was just like, wow, years back, like it would catch a lot of attention, but now it's it's yeah. not really catching that much attention I, anymore. I, I also think that that could be just perception of the individual, you know? I think like you've been in, in the industry and been around people that are tattooed that it's just another thing to you, you know? But some people, especially like in states where like the type of tattooing that we can do isn't as as uh saturated out there like whenever i do conventions in an area where there's not a lot of like really dope tattooed people or, or with dope tattoos i mean um people look at you like oh shit like look at this guy he's not from here you know so it has that similar um um that yeah. feel i think you know yeah I, I and think- that's and that's probably you're absolutely right with that but what about like with california like southern california i mean we we like we're like ahead of the curve, especially with trend and everything else, and especially tattoo styles. We're yeah. we're ahead of uh, way ahead of the curve with the. I mean, I'm not going to say that because there's some really dope artists out out in the UK for, for black and gray. For oh, black shit. and gray, definitely uh, California is, is is mecca is is where it it, it started. Yeah, you know. So out here, you're almost expected to have tattoos. Exactly. You know, it's and it's, that's it's the norm, but it doesn't mean that it doesn't. Cause I think a woman that has tattoos. To me, at least, is sexier than a woman that doesn't have tattoos. You know, I feel like we're already, like, more oh. relatable. <laughs> <laughs> but but now, what's changed is, because it's so common now, if you have bad tattoos... You stand it, out. It used to be, like, if you just have ink on your body, it doesn't even matter what the fuck it is or what it looks like. Exactly. You look sexy. But now when I see a girl that has Thank you. shitty tattoos, it almost makes me, it's a turnoff. I would have preferred them without tattoos than shitty tattoos. Exactly. And True. I remember Joey saying this a while back. What, did he like men? <laughs> I, I've heard that since I was 14 years old. <laughs> um, I remember Joey saying a while back, um, I wonder if a lot had to do with it tattoo shows or the tattoo industry being on reality shows and stuff like that, where people started getting more, more educated, what tattoos are supposed to look like compared to what they see. And that's a hundred percent. That's a hundred percent what it was. I mean, it it, having them on TV made them a hundred percent more accessible, which gave, made a lot of people feel more comfortable with it. So what I, and I, I think a lot of what Elvis just said right now is totally, totally accurate, which is California, New York, you know, all of us, we, we do things a little different when it comes to big city, expecting to see tattoos. But when you go to, you know, 
the middle America or you go to Japan or you go to somewhere else, tattoos aren't aren't as prevalent still. Yeah. So we, we are a bit ahead of the curve. To me out here, when I see tattoos, just because I know, if I see good tattoos, I see money. Yeah. Like, oh, man. How much money did that fool pay for that? Yeah, like, oh, this oh must exactly. Fucking, this one must fucking make dough. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But, and so I think that perception has changed in a big way for me. But going, going, I've only been thinking that, you know, I mean, for the past. But going back to what Elvis said, seven years. Elvis is right though with a lot of things that he said. One of the things he said was about ninety nine percent of the things I said. Right? Yeah. <laughs> one of the things he said is just the fact is is that before there was a perception like like you were a badass if you if you had tattoos. And now I think a lot of that perception is gone because of the thing is, is that look at, look at all the individuals getting tattooed now. A lot of them, I mean, it's, I mean, they're probably badass, but they're not badass of, of that perception of what we thought about like a long time ago. You know what I mean? Like that perception of, of really being a fucking outlaw or anything like that. Like, like it's that perception of tattoos is somewhat kind of gone in a way yeah, yeah. Well, but like so like since like you said since you're in the mix you're in the business you see it you know yeah i see it where i can see you and i'll know you're a badass if i know your tattoos i'll look at your tattoos and be like oh i don't want to fuck with that guy those are prison tattoos yeah, so this yeah. Exactly. yeah exactly but, but exactly. i could see somebody fully sleeved sleeved up neck tattoos all that american traditional badass shit i'm like oh okay they're probably chill yeah they're probably cool dude and that's and see yeah. you're absolutely 100%. right with that yep. but let's let's try to put on some the glasses of the person that that doesn't know the industry what do they see like what you just said right now of someone that just has american traditional all over them no jailhouse type of artwork and then put a jailhouse person right next to them are they going to see the same type of person you know what i mean no, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like if if there's like a, a someone that say they just turned eighteen and they're thinking about getting tattooed, but no nobody in their family has tattoos, and maybe they have very small amount of friends that have tattoos. Think of it like when you're growing up, and if you've never been on a roller coaster, to you it's like, bro, this shit it looks scary as hell. Yeah. But then you get on that roller coaster and you're like, hey, it's not that bad. It's actually pretty cool. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah it's a good time. Yeah. So so if if it's somebody that's not exposed to it, it may still have that, especially because of movies and, and media. Um, I'll get it. Just press that, the little camera button on the back by the, by the site thing. Um, yeah, so someone that isn't around it, they may still have that um that butterfly yeah that, that excitement whether, it's, whether it's someone that's like say like yoked up and they got tattoos they may be like oh that dude's a fucking badass like it's better not get on his bad side look what you just brought up right now Elvis, about being yoked up with tattoos right before that would be intimidating to some people right being yoked up with tattoos now it's so common it's like so common to see that now it's almost like they have to go hand in hand with each other but i remember before you like like I'm old school and I used to go to the gym. I mean, that time we still had metal, like, like iron weights and stuff like that. At that time, it was very limited on people who even had tattoos that were all, were all swole up and stuff like that. But now I think it's just so common to see two and two hand in hand that I'm just thinking to myself, like, did it really lose its sex appeal from where it was before to now? I mean, I guess it's going to be really, I can't really answer that. The reason is, is because now I'm, I'm married 
and I don't know how it is to be single single mm. for the last six years. Yeah. So the thing is, is like I can't really answer that question. But then I look back now, like especially going to the gym and everything else, and it's just like everybody is is completely tattooed. Like I said, it, which is no problem. But did it kind of take away from that 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 uh what do you call it that unique that unique perception that it was before I, th I think it took away the ignorant perception of sexy because just because you had tattoos doesn't mean uh or, it, or, or just because you had tattoos you thought they were sexy but now if you have well done tattoos that that sexy that was perceived is almost intensified but did it take away from what joey was talking about where where i mean especially having a lot of female friends growing up a lot of them would be like i want a bad boy i want to change him the same thing that joey just said did it kind of <laughs> take away from that yeah it did because now they just they want to be they want to be like <laughs> like that bad boy you know i mean what do you it's, think it's that, do you think it's, it took uh, away? it's uh, equal rights you know yeah you want to yeah. be badasses too i mean it's just like you know you talk to some of the og tattooers and some of the og tattooers will tell you like when you go to a town, you don't really want the whole town tattooed. You want about 5-10% of those people tattooed. And that's because you want to keep the mystique. You exactly. Keep, you want to keep the uh the that 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 little bit of this is kind of a this is kind of like a underground, you know, private scene. You want that because that appeal is what has made tattoos so appealing to people. I mean, you look at like Sailor Jerry back in the day when the when the sailors would get off the ships, you'd get Screwed, brood, and tattooed, and that's what it was. You know what I mean? Screwed, brood, and tattooed. You'd, be, you'd go, you'd go get laid. You'd get some brew, and you'd get a tattoo. It was all that same appeal of like live free, live fast. Exactly. Um, I'm go, I'm at, I'm at, I'm at war. I'm probably gonna die anyway. So let's let's make this shit happen. You know. And I think there still is a lot of that when it comes to tattoos. And I see that when you know when, especially when it's their people's first tattoos, and yeah, and they can't take their eyes off it. You know, or 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 um. Or, you know, they get a tattoo finished that they just really they wanted for a long time that they haven't had finished or something that they weren't happy with. And then they get it and they're happy with it. I, I still feel like it, and it is there. And that's the thing, too. What do you guys think about that? Like, do you guys see a difference? Because I remember back in the early 2000s, like, it was almost like very trendy Pull, pull the mic oh. in front of you more. Oh, sorry. I remember it was very you extend, trendy. You can extend that arm more Oh, from the joint. Yeah. I remember it was very trendy to get nautical star tattoos at that time. Yeah, and yeah I got mine yeah, covered. You have up. yours. You got yours covered, you say? Mine, yeah. I have I have two that, that are no longer. I mean, they're still there just underneath. <laughs> Joey, do you still have yours by your, your lower hips? I still have mine by my hips, yeah. But, the, but what they, about they don't the, get seen that often. What about so. they're cute. under your cheeks? Those are none of your business, buddy. What's <laughs> <laughs> so, Victoria? Was there somebody? Okay. Okay, cool. But if you look at that time back then. Are you leaving? Okay, okay. You can hang out if you're trying to hang out. I just thought I just thought you were trying to get our attention. Okay, okay, now you if, come in. If you guys look at that time, it was almost like everybody was getting similar tattoos, like little nautical yeah. stars and stuff like that. And it was trending, and people thought it was like the coolest thing. And it well, seems like I think there's still kind of waves of of that. Yeah, that, oh, there that, are. Um, yeah, because because when I was first tattooing, I was tattooing like if if it was like uh, say like ten friends that knew each other. They were all getting almost the same tattoos, you know? 
And I feel like now... Yeah, guaranteed you're doing one rose out of ten. Maybe two, three. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, now, especially, like, in California, I think because social media and, and the friend list has expanded because of the ease of interacting with people, people are getting the same shit. Like, how many Jesus pieces, like the sculpture one, the Bernini ones, have mm-hmm. you seen? How Amen. many Pietas have you seen? How many fucking Zeus tattoos in California specifically have you seen? How many have you done? You know, as a tattoo artist, a uh, million. Like right now, <laughs> that's the trend. Yeah. In ten years, it may be fucking Speedy Gonzalez and Pepe Le Pew tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> you know well, because now they're going to be badasses because yeah, they got canceled. Yeah. Like, oh, look, he's got a fucking pervert on his leg. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a red flag. <laughs> red flag. <laughs> But it's just, it's crazy how it goes through those type of, I mean, it goes through so many different trends and cycles and stuff like that. I remember the early 2000s, it was all about color tattoos at that time. And then to, and then it seems like towards the late 2000s, it started going towards, it started going towards more black and gray. And then black and yeah. gray was always predominant through pretty much, yeah. I mean, it's timeless. And I think especially in California, where people are... Shut the fuck up, Siri. How about you mind your business? Big ears, sir. A big motherfucker. damn it, Siri, and I forgot what the fuck I was going to say. What are you talking about? Oh, black and gray. Oh, yeah. So I think it, it, was, it was a learning experience as a whole. You know, in California, because we're in the sun so often, especially people that go to the beach a lot. Their tattoos, if they have color, it's almost hard to see because their skin's so. Tight. Oh my god! Yeah, black and gray is easier to see on tan skin. So dude, I think that's why black and gray in general. So much longer. It's yeah, dude. I mean, I, inks, inks have come a long way though. I haven't done color in in a long time, like like crazy color. And I think the inks have come a long way. But in my opinion, my preference is black and gray. It just ages well. So that's that's what I wish I would have went with right from the get-go was just black and gray. I mean, I, I have a lot of color tattoos on me, and a lot of them Joey did using old-school mom's ink and iron butterfly and stuff like that that need to be touched up with, like, Eternal or Fusion or something like that. Yeah. I don't even know if that's, like, I haven't really been in the industry for a while, so I don't even know if I'm just talking on two old-school terms with inks right now. No, uh, no, they're, they're, still, they're still in. They're still definitely uh, hitting hard in the industry, but now they're... There's other companies like Starbright, um, Intense, World Famous. See, I remember, um, I remember all those, but it's just like, like, I mean, I made this stupid decision at one point of going to tanning salons and stuff like that. And I'm full of colored tattoos, so all I did was fade them out completely. So yeah, I mean, not completely, but you can tell where it took a beating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It took a beating, and I mean, and if you look at my black and gray tattoos, all of them stayed intact almost a hundred percent. So yeah, I, I, I definitely see that there was a learning curve right there with yeah. what we all pretty much went yeah. through with color tattoos. Yeah. And, and I think, I think what's, that's something that the general public is starting to learn because it, it was from just getting traditional tattoos. And then all of a sudden like, Oh, you can do portraits. You can get portraits in your skin. You can get realistic stuff in your skin. You can get all this detail. Oh yeah. But, People, like, for example, like, artists out of Europe, especially, like, the northern side of Europe where it's, like, mostly cold and people are mostly wrapped up most of the year, their skin is super white. So color looks so much more vivid. Oh, dude, it looks so vibrant. Black and gray detail. You can do way more detail on super white skin 
as opposed to like skin like mine or or darker skin. Yeah, because our 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 skin is like is all <laughs> beaten to death with the sun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I've had people Speak for yourself, pal. I've had people. <laughs> I've had people contact me that were darker had darker complexion. They send me a picture of someone's pasty white skin tattoo that they got that was done in like Europe, and they're like, "Can you do this on me?" And I'm like, "Can't." Yeah, your skin is not. Look at this person's skin compared to yours. Yeah, that makes a big difference. Huge it, difference. It's a, it's a huge thing to keep in mind. You know, huge difference. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, I think I think everything's completely like evolved. I just I don't know, man. I just think that, um, like I just think that a lot of things is starting to. How can you put it? I just think that a lot of things kind of lost lost its uh its edge, you know, at times. Yeah. I think it lost no, its yeah. edge. It, it 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 has. It has because it's it's think about it's this too. No it's no longer un underground, you yeah, know. Yeah, think about this. How many times have you like about to get in a fight with somebody? And then the first thing they do is like try to take off their shirt and show off their tattoos, like it's supposed start to. Fucking... And they start doing these. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then right away it's just like. That's how I fight. That's how I fight. Even when growing up, fights. think about even growing up, like, oh, dude, yeah, like when they describe somebody, like, oh yeah, who's that guy? Oh, dude, that guy's badass. He's all tatted up. This, this, yeah. and then that's how they used to describe people. Now it's just kind of like, oh yeah. yeah. It's 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 definitely uh, lost the edge. But now I think it's it's in a good place right now, and it's getting into a better place because people that have not considered getting tattoos 10, 15 years ago are starting to get their first tattoos, you know? Like, I've tattooed tons, maybe not tons, but a lot of older people, like, in their 70s, maybe even older, getting their first tattoos. I bet you 20 years ago they were like, yeah, I'm not getting a fucking tattoo. Oh, yeah. That's for fucking gangbangers and, 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 exactly. and drug and, addicts. And see, and that's cool because it's like... For you, for a few years, I've been. You guys know the 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 occupation I've been trying to get into, and yeah. it's been a lot more heavily professional line dancing. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to get in professional line dancing for years, and because of my tattoos, it's got to go all in. Cause I mean, <laughs> nobody can hate on you if you're all in. Doesn't matter about your tattoos, but all in. Pal. We believe in you. Believe. I just got to believe in myself. Exactly. <laughs> no. From the from the occupation that I've been trying to get in for the last couple of years, I could see that it's getting a lot more accepted, which is cool because I remember when I first tried to get into to that occupation that I still had a stigma about me because because of a lot of tattoos on me. And now it's it's starting to change a lot where they can actually see the person compared to just the tattoos that are there right now. Yeah. But yeah, I still and, always and, have to explain why I have a portrait of Joey on me, no matter where. I mean, you just say, I don't know, I was going to say something gay. When I look at you, <laughs> I don't see tattoos, but I don't really see a person either. So I think you're fucked on both counts. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, Joey. That's cool. <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think the, in the point that we are right now with tattoos, you're seeing different walks of life getting sleeves. And I think that common ground is creating a conversation between people that wouldn't have have a, had a conversation in any other situation. Oh yeah, and you think know? about this: how many, 
when's the last time you guys watched an NBA game with nobody having, or any sports game with nobody being tattooed on there whatsoever? It's actually required now. It's in the contract. So you have to be fully sleeved <laughs> by the end of your first rookie year. Yeah. Yeah. But no, yeah, it's, it's, it's true. It's, it's so common now, you know? Yeah. It's definitely lost the edge. And the sexiness, the sex appeal, I don't think it's really lost. I think it's lost in the people that got tattooed just to get tattooed and they got crappy work. Exactly. Because now the people that are investing their money into good tattoos are becoming, like, I guess a good way that I can um, explain it or like a metaphor would be 30 years ago, skinny and slim women was the thing to be. Now... All those skinny and slim women are being put on the back burner or being forgotten because the the thickness and the you know that's what's being pushed everywhere now. Exactly. You know. Exactly. It, that, I guess it, that's that's the trend now. The stallion. That's, stallion. The Megan the Stallions. Uh, I don't even <laughs> know what she really looks like. Well, a lot of time with Megan Stallion, just saying like you know like high heels and everything. And just show pony like a show horse. Yeah. Like it's not real. What do, you what do you mean it's not real? <laughs> I mean, like, I'm when all it, real, like babe. E even if you wear high heels, Elvis, it'll make your ass pop. This is what I'm saying. That's all, that's all I'm saying. No, yeah, yeah. They, they make, they make uh, those, those, uh, those jeans, you know, the Wranglers with the, with the booty padding. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just kidding. Do they make them? <laughs> they probably do. Someone probably makes them, you know. <laughs> but I just, I really, I think that. Maybe it didn't lose its sex appeal completely, but I think it it definitely did lose the the bad boy edge to it. Yeah. It definitely did. I think I think now that it's so common and the tattoos that are being done are so interesting that the old lady that sees you in the grocery store, she's no longer trying to go to the next aisle to avoid. No, they, they to actually you. like. She, oh, she walks up to you and be like, "Oh, can I see your?" Yeah, exactly. Oh, like your you know, it's like. Exactly. It's like, I don't know. And the funny thing is, is like I'm like one of the nicest people in the world. A few years back, no one would really see that. They would just see a bald head with a bunch of tattoos and scumbag. Yeah, and automatically assumed that I was a scumbag. But now it's just kind of like, it's so normal now. That people just look at me as just the another person. Well, there I'll have now. a lot of clients too where they'll tell me like, "Oh, my mom is completely against tattoos," and I'll tell them like, "Well, my goal is to make sure your mom is going to love this tattoo." And so when we do that, we do it. We do top quality. We do great work so that it's a beautiful image every time, no matter what it is. I mean, I don't care if it's a rose or if it's a samurai warrior. Doesn't matter. We're going to make sure it's a beautiful image and it's going to look spectacular. And I think that kind of respect and that level of tattoo that has become has is what has taken it to the next level and, and it is eventually going to bring it out of that bad boy image yeah now i don't necessarily think that it's going to hurt the sex appeal because when i design for a body especially a woman's body i try to design the tattoo to to flatter her body you know to the, accentuate her you curves, know the crazy you know? thing is is that i remember um exactly you got to do that joey oh you got to make the booty look bigger absolutely make the can. hips look curvier 100 percent. you know yeah certain the tattoos you know and that, that that also goes with with uh with men because i've always thought about like okay how can i make this guy's shoulder look a little bit bigger with the way i do this this background you know and it's it's they're they're enhancements now yeah 100%. they're done well 
You know, if they're done well, absolutely. Yeah. If they're what? done, I trust the tattoo. If they're not done, I trust Amen. the tattoo. Then I was in a class. Need your money back. Come here, we'll fix it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a class not too long ago, and in that class, they were having like a little bit of a group discussion about tattoos. That's why I started thinking about it because I was in in a class with a bunch of, I mean that. I was the oldest person in that class, but the thing is, is that um, most of them were like 21 to like 20, 27 years old, 21 to 27 years old. And that's why I brought up this topic was because a lot of the, the girls that were in that class, they were saying that, that a lot of times what they see in guys now, what they see is, is different when a guy doesn't have any tattoos altogether to them, that's now it's more individual individuality towards them because they don't have any tattoos. And that's when I started thinking like, Hey, you know, did tattoos lose its sex appeal? Because if that's what the mindset for a 21 and 27 year old is because it's getting so common, is it losing its sex appeal? So, going on 45 minutes of this oh yeah so so just to, to to end this with uh answering the question i think in my perception in my individual opinion and and the way i see it is it didn't lose its sex appeal it's changed now when you get tattooed you can't just get tattooed and think like oh i'm gonna be fucking sexy looking no you have to get good work because sure. Especially 10 years from now, when even more people see the quality that can be done, and they see a bad tattoo, and they can tell, like, that's a bad tattoo. Yeah. They're going to be like, damn, you're not as sexy as I thought you were, because <laughs> your tattoos look like trash. Yeah, that's like, absolutely right. Got tattooed by Elvis, and his shit looks fucking clean, and I just want to go over there and give him a big old hug, you know? <laughs> but I don't think it's lost its, its sex appeal. I think it's just changed. It's yeah. It's evolving. And... Yeah. I'm not mad at it. Yep. Yeah, I guess I, I think that's a good thing. And I mean, I do talk about to some of the OGs and they talk about the nineties. They talk about how people, you know, have people come in and they charge them whatever they want and people would pay it. And, you know, it, stuff has changed as far as like how much we charge and uh, how we do it. And it's just, you get what you pay for straight up. I don't care what you say. You get what you pay for. Don't go to the guy that says he's going to do it for 20 bucks and a six pack. Don't go to that guy. Because you're going to end up coming to me, and I'm going to have to charge you double just because I'm going to have to deal with this guy's garbage that's on top. So I think the, 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 the take it back to where it's, what's really important, make sure you research your tattooer before you get tattoos. Make sure you look into their work. Make sure you see work that they're doing that looks like work that you want to get because everybody's style is different. Everybody has different specialties. So once again, I think tattoos are just as sexy as long as it's a sexy tattoo. Hundred percent. And so, with uh, with that being said, uh, thank you, Anthony, for being thank with you, us. Anthony, we appreciate it, bro. You're welcome, Joey. Joey, good uh, good talking with you too, brother. Yes, sir. Yeah, thank you guys for watching that podcast. Uh, so now we're gonna ask you guys, what do you guys think? Uh, what is your opinion on the tattoo perception now? Has it lost its sex appeal? Let us know down in the comments. And uh, yeah, let us know what you think. Be honest. Be descriptive. And uh, we'll see you guys in the next one.